Hello. Welcome to the Myths and History of Ancient Greece. Introduction to the History of Greece There is a joke which started in a film made by the Monty Python team about the time of Jesus. The peasants in Judea are discussing about how bad things are under the Romans, and one of them, while moaning about how terrible it all is, says, What have the Romans ever done for us? He means that the Romans have brought nothing but bad things. One of the others replies, Well, they have brought the aqueduct. The reply is, Yes, but apart from the aqueduct, what have the Romans ever done for us? They then go on to list roads, sanitation, medicine, public baths, education and many other things the Romans brought that improved their lives. The point of all this is that everyone knows how much the Romans improved civilization and how much of that improvement benefited the lives of other, later people. The contribution that the Greeks made is often forgotten. Greek civilization gave us many things – theatre, mathematics, the recording of history, philosophy and democracy – all flourished under the Greeks and are cornerstones of Western society today. So the Romans gave us many things which make life what it is now, but the Greeks gave us many others which were just as important. Greece, as we know, is made up of a peninsula in southeastern Europe and thousands of surrounding islands. The Greece we know today is a single country with a single government. The Greece of the ancient world was not like that at all. The next 24 chapters will describe the rise and decline of the ancient Greek civilization. For most of their existence, the ancient Greeks lived in city-states. Each state would consist of an important city which would rule over the surrounding area. These city-states were quite small and often fought each other. Sometimes, rarely, they fought together against foreign powers. When they did, though, they were almost unbeatable. Unbeatable, that is, until the Romans came along. The rise of the ancient city-states began just before the time of Homer in the 800s BC, but Greek civilization started long before that. The Greeks had been worshipping their gods, fighting battles and living in cities for hundreds of years before this time. The first couple of chapters of our story will deal with these early civilizations and how we can match the myths of the Greeks with the facts as we know them. Once we have brought the Greek civilization into the times of the written record, we will trace the rise of the important city-states, particularly Athens and Sparta. We will see how different they were from each other and how these differences caused tensions between them. Soon, the Greek city-states became powerful enough to be noticed by the other civilizations of the time, in particular the Persians. We will follow the course of the wars between the Greeks and the Persians and see what the Greeks were capable of doing on the rare occasions when they banded together. Once the Persians were in their place, the Greeks started to fight amongst themselves again. We will chart the various quarrels between the individual cities and see how the constant fighting only weakened everyone and opened up the door to invaders. We will describe the rise of the power that eventually united all of Greece, albeit briefly. King Philip II of Macedon took control and turned most of Greece into a single kingdom. He passed a united realm to his son, the man we now know as Alexander the Great. The story of Alexander is one of almost unbroken conquest and we will enjoy his rampage through Asia. We will then watch as his successors break up his empire into separate kingdoms which fight amongst themselves, again weakening everyone. We will chart the decline and the Roman conquests which ended independent Greece. 
The story of Greek civilization would not be complete without a little look at some of the great thinkers which it produced. Three times we will take a little break from the stories of battles, conquests and politics and focus on some of the great philosophers, scientists and mathematicians. I hope you enjoy the next 24 chapters about the history of ancient Greece as much as the mythology which filled the first 26 chapters. As before, the podcast was created in order to introduce my children to ancient history and is designed to appeal both to adults and children. As ever, I would be grateful for any feedback. You can contact me via the podcast's website www.mythandhistory.podbean.com by email mythandhistory at gmail.com or by finding Paul Vincent Myth and History on Facebook. A Kindle ebook of the Myths of Ancient Greece is available on Amazon. Just go to the News and Comments page at www.mythandhistory.podbean.com to find the details. If you do enjoy the podcast, please leave me a review on iTunes. So, please join me next time as we begin the history of ancient Greece.